Obi calls the shots. Back it goes. Left foot shot. They've done it. The little halfback. Lewis Dodd. Lewis Dodd has won the World Club Challenge for St. Helens. He didn't get his first shot. He's got his second. And you ask if you've got any doubts what it means to you. Have a look at the reaction of the St. Helens players. From the other side of the world, they have come and they have taken the World Club Challenge Trophy. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. Our next guest, Phil Buzz Rothfield, is joining us to talk about that Great game last night, St Helens 13, Panthers 12. Buzz, good morning. We've got an SMS from one of our listeners, and uh, we spoke a lot about the match. We'll get your thoughts on it. This is a really good point. No name on this text, Buzz. Can we mention how good the players were in the interviews with Fox Sports last night? Well-mannered and interesting. That's from both St Helens and the Panthers' side of the fence. Buzz, good morning. Yeah, good morning. I thought Isaiah Yo in particular... Just spoke magnificently. Mm. Great sportsmanship. No excuses. Yep. Full credits. And he, geez, he's a great young fellow, Isaiah. Mm. What did you make hey, of the um, game, Buzz? Yeah, I'll tell you what I found funny. My great mate, Gus Gould. Did you see social media after the game? Yeah, we touched on it uh, an hour or so ago. Did. Alex Wormsley had a crack at him. And uh, I think uh, yeah. young Johnny Lomax did too on social. Yeah, I know. Gus said... Um, in the build-up to the game that uh, Penrith would be that good they'd declare at half-time. And that we all make comments we sometimes regret and need to take back. And I did have a chuckle over it. Just being, uh, he does stick his chin out there, Gus, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. But look, it was a fantastic game of football. Mm. To be honest, I'm glad St Helens won because... I thought they should have been. I, I thought the touch judge overreacted when he called back a try for what was oh, a dead pass from line. Wellsby. Yeah, it looked a yeah, try. Yeah, didn't it? yeah, yeah. That, that's a try in my view every day of the week, and the game shouldn't have gone into extra time. But look, this and Helen's side has to be one of the great English club teams, certainly I've ever seen. To win four titles in a row is an extraordinary. But they've got a salary cap, just like. The NRL has one, so they can't spend more money than other players. They don't sign Australian big names. They um, prefer to uh, rely on local talent and, and, you know, they're stars of the local players. And, um, yeah, we had Mike Rush on, Ray, what was Mm. it, two weeks ago? Yeah, wasn't he fantastic, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he really was. And and you know what? Um, I've spoken to Mike about this. He would actually like to move move to Australia. He would, I think, be a sensational acquisition for a club as a CEO or even the NRL in any senior role there. And he's done a terrific job to build the club into the powerhouse they now are. But as you look at those former NRL players in that St. Helens side, and I don't want this in any way to be misconstrued as being disrespectful, but you know, they're not massive names and some of them, Probably couldn't find deals out here. There's, uh, you know, Conrad Hurrell, uh, uh, Matautia, just going through the side here, Hopawadi, uh, Sirinan, Lusick. You're good players, yeah, good don't get me wrong, but not not superstars. So they have yeah, moulded this side into a, an epic team full of uh, 
no superstars. Yeah. That, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, the way the English salary cap works um, is if you sign an international player from Australia, the percentage is a little bit higher in the salary cap. Say Hopawati signs for 300. It's got to go into the cap as 330, like 10% extra. So this is why they've always concentrated on their local talent. And I would love to have seen someone like Wormsley, the big front rower, play in Sydney, um, like James Graham did and uh, Luke Thompson, uh, two great St Helens players. I think Lomax would make it here for sure. I think Wellsby at, yep. at, at fullback would be... Uh, uh, look, he, he's he got a bit of Ryan Pappenhausen in him, doesn't he? He's, I'll never, ever compare anyone to Billy Slater, but there's a little bit of Slater in him. You know, he's fast, he's strong, he can knows when to inject. and It's a great, great club side. And, and you know what? I'm looking forward to next year's World Club Challenge if they win because it, it's, a, it's a, now become a great annual event. You know what, Buzz? I love the English influence in the NRL. There's been some wonderful Pommy players come out here over many, many years. But a lot of people have been saying what you just said. This bloke would make it out here and, and, and Wellsby would and Lomax would. But I'm not sure it's good for the English game. We want the English game to improve. And if we just keep bringing all the best players out here, yeah, it's not going to get any better, Buzz. That's, well, that's my only concern. What? And there's more money now in the NRL than Super League where 20 years ago... That money was in Super League, you'd go across there for the big paychecks, but it's not like that anymore. Yeah, I asked that to Mike Russ. I said, how come you don't lose these guys since James Graham and um, Luke Thompson? He said, they just love being here. They're mm. local boys who have come through the system. They love living in England and they're, they're well compensated. But the salary cap in England, you know, is only about $4.5 million. So when you divide that up amongst the football side, it they could earn a lot more money out here. You know what, dog? I agree with you. I'm glad they keep that squad together. And I hope other clubs in England can learn from them. And and um, it'll be great for the international game. You see, Buzz, I don't want Wellsby out here and Lomax out here and Wormsley. I want them building the Super League game. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're saying. I'd be fascinated to see Wellsby in Sydney. And, and as, sports, uh, as sportsmen, Buzz, they'd want to probably test themselves in what is perceived to be the strongest arena, which is the, yeah, the NRL. So. If Malcolm Wright, really, or Mike Stevenson or Bill Ashurst or going further back at Balmain to, you know, to, you know Brian Lockwood and Dave Bolton and um, then Cronulla, Tommy Bishop and Cliff Watson, they're such an important part of rugby league history. But that's when English and, rugby league was strong, Buzz. It's not strong anymore. We, we, we need it to be strong to keep the international flavour moving forward. Yeah. No, I can, I can see what you're talking about, but you talk about English players and what the Burgess boys did in mm. that 2014 grand final. And I thought George was nearly man of the match, wasn't he? Nearly Churchill medal winner. Yeah. And um, Sam had that spectacular collision with James Graham early on. <clears throat> and without them here, dog. Uh, look, uh, look. I can understand what you're saying, but they are such a skillful player. They've always been skillful, but they're so tough as well. And um, but anyway, those St Helen boys. Uh, they assure me that they won't be coming to Australia. Hey, Buzz, just quickly, what was your take on Penrith? Um, a lot of people are saying they can't uh, win at 
for a third year in a row and is obviously, I think we've, uh, Dino and I have agreed they've come back to the field a little with Coruscant and Kikau going, but w- what's your take this early stage of the 2023 season, Buzz? Yeah, with, with Coruscant and Kikau, no, we're also missing. Gee, missed Dylan Edwards last yes. night, I thought. Yeah. Look, Crichton, Crichton played Crichton. well. Played well, Crichton. Yeah. yeah, he played. But look, there's only one Dylan Edwards. He's a mm. super, super player who nearly made it into Mal Meninga's squad for the World Cup, a uh, Clive Churchill medal winner. Um, look, I think we all knew it was going to be difficult to do a three-peat, but I would never, and I think I heard you say this earlier, Bulldog, with Brian Fletcher, you, you'd never write Penrith off and... They've got that magnificent nursery coming through and that Matt Cameron built over a long period of time. They just keep finding players. They won every competition last. So I'm not prepared to write them off. I thought the Roosters were the main danger. I don't read a lot in the trial form, but the Roosters certainly got to improve on what we saw the other night. Buzz, in your column today, what's the buzz in the Sunday Telegraph? A must-read as always. You've managed to find some damning stats against Josh Maguire, the former NRL player now in England. Just run us through that charge sheet or those charges that you've unearthed. Um, Well, for starters, he just picked up a new seven-week ban for what they call disability discrimination, and he called a player what a word I won't repeat here. Um, yeah, and he's just been at his very first game for Warrington. He's been suspended for seven weeks. But I did a bit of homework and I found his judiciary record, which is the worst ever, the dirtiest ever since the inception of the NRL. 28 charges, found guilty on 28 charges. 30 weeks of suspensions and $16,000 in fines. And there's been some pretty horrible things outside of crusher tackles and gouging and careless highs and unacceptable language. And it's not a record he would be proud of. You know what? Everyone tells me, though, off the field, he is a really, really decent person who does much in the community, is very well mannered. But he's mad once he... And white like white line Boyd. fever. White line fever, Buzz. Yeah, you know Les Boyd was like that? Yeah. Lunatic on a rugby league field. <laughs> you, you know him well, dog. Yeah, Les was very quietly spoken off the field. Mm. He's a great man, Les. Chapsuit champion. But yeah, look, I've interviewed Les many times. He, he does regret what he did on the field. But that's what makes these blokes so passionate. And sometimes they lose their head. But I guess you've got to take yeah, the good look, with the bad. Some of Maguire's stuff's been horrible, and look, he's, I know he's had a long career. These uh, 28 charges date back to 2008, so what's that, 15 years? Yeah. He's, he's... But you compare him to someone like Jared Wirahagres, who people think was, was a bit over the top as well. He's had double the weeks of suspensions, or almost double the weeks of suspensions of Wirahagres. So, and and um, another man... Um, Buzz off the field is just an absolute gentleman, Jared Rui Hargrove. Have you met him, Ray? You, you're uh, yeah, 100% right. He's part of um, Tanya's family, and he comes to a lot of our family Christmas parties and stuff. And he Roman, is, he he's is a the world's nicest he man. He is. He's an absolute gentleman, so he's terrific. Hey, um, like you, Bulldog. Absolutely. Born and bred, mate. Born and bred well. Yeah. Hey, Good stock. <laughs> Buzz, in your <laughs> column today, really interesting story, Reed Jared Hayne. There was... 
some chance of a football comeback a few weeks ago? We know um, in Group uh, 6 in uh, Country Rugby League, it's around Camden, Campbelltown area. They get quite entrepreneurial in this competition and uh, one of the clubs convinced Curtis Scott and Blake Ferguson uh, to play last year. So Tony T-Rex Williams, a great T-Rex, is coaching, captain coach of the South West Goannas, Camden-based footy club, close to Jared Hayne. According to their president, Mark Baird, uh, T-Rex approached Jared, said, can you play even five games? It'd be great. We need people. We need uh, paying and, and come into the games. And you could really build up a support base despite um, the pretty horrible mm. off-field stuff that's happened in recent years. But Jared knocked them back and he goes to court again next month. His third trial on sexual assault uh, charges. He was acquitted and uh, the charges were thrown out uh, last year. So that's got to go to court again. Look, we did get some photos of him. He's trying to keep himself fit. He's playing basketball. He was spotted at Auburn Basketball Centre last week. But as for rugby league contract, he's now 35 years of age. Who knows what will happen once his trial has been completed. Um, I've got no doubt if he got himself a bit fitter, it'd be handy mm. acquisition for a group club. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens in court. Mitch from Robertson's just text in buzz saying, Fergo is back this year for Fool Me. So Blake Ferguson having another run around in bush footy, which is great. Interesting story too in your column, Buzz. Andrew Abdo saying he's just about given up on the season launch because of these CBA stalled negotiations? Yeah, look, it's normally a sort of VIP season launch, isn't it, with all the top corporates, all the top players, all the officials from across the game. And normally there's fan involvement with members of clubs. But look, the RLPA dispute has been so nasty over the last... um, what, three or four months that uh, they've decided, well, the players said they were going to boycott it. So it left the NRL in a position where they couldn't take a risk and put it on and have them, no one turn up in the room. So, look, he's meeting again with Clint Newton and Peter Volandis this week. Um, they have made enormous progress. The women's game has finally been sorted out. And he is hoping that by the end of the week, they will have a solution on everything that's prevented uh, it from happening in recent times. And he's hoping to do a captain's call season launch where the 17 skippers come to town, open media event, and uh, just on a smaller scale to what we normally have. Let's hope so, Buzz. Hey, Buzz, just finally, um, Brad Fittler, gee... The man's a marvel. He's doing his Hogs for Homeless motorbike tour again of New South Wales to raise funds. And as you quite rightly point out in your column this morning, what a wonderful ambassador Freddie is for for the game. Yeah, look, I've been one of Freddie and Greg Alexander's harshest critics, to be uh, brutally honest, over, you know, recent years. But they've lost two of the last three series, Bulldogs, have they? Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, And look, I think we've got a better network of players and, I'm not sure they've got all their team selections wrong, particularly likes of that car not being chosen last week. But the point of this story is that he has been on his motorbike to Burke, Lismore, Aubrey, Dubbo, Walker, what, what, sorry, Walgett, Maruya, Tamworth, all across the bush, 5,700 kilometres with Kylie Hilda, who's the Blues women's coach, 
and they've been conducting football clinics and I know they've convinced dozens of youngsters to take up rugby league and register this year and it's not something he that comes with his job description but it's something he likes to do to spread the word and uh, good on him and uh, great stuff Jesus, he is an absolute champion hey Buzz homework for this week same with Zorby and Dino all your final predictions for season 2023 for our next Sunday show which will be four sleeps before the season opener can't wait Buzz how good mate how yeah. good I had a little crack at Zorby I rang today and I said a man we're still going to miss the eight Zorby you know I, <laughs> I can't wait to find out where he puts man we spent the off season bagging them so. <laughs> this has come from Beaver morning Ray Tanyan Bulldog Manly fully fit will be a team to watch this year they were good in that trial Friday night Buzz really good Without giving myself a rap, I heard you gave yourself a rap earlier in the show, but I heard Bulldog going on about that. Yeah, yeah, Ray did. That that didn't happen. (laughs) I'm going to get Steve, our producer, to get the uh, audio for next week's show. Yeah, become part of the season. It's very, very unusual if he has. It Um, (laughs) I did my top eight tips before Christmas for our predictions, and I had Manly running fifth. Um, I like Seabold, plenty in combination, add turbo. Please stay fit, Turbo, and they're mm. fighting footy team this year. You just want to see Turbo stay fit. Um, as a lover of, of the game, he is such an excitement machine. Hey, Buzz, so exciting. The season open is almost upon us. Thanks for joining us, as always, on a Sunday morning. We'll talk yeah. next week. Thank you, guys.